0: Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Holly Hartman. Holly Hartman is an author and a faith-based domestic violence survivor and advocate. Welcome to the show, Holly.
1: Ah, Thank you so much, Gigi. I'm so glad to be here. I'm just full of excitement.
0: <laughs> Welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from?
1: Well, my name is Holly Hartman, and I uh, live in southern Indiana right outside of Louisville, Kentucky. I'm a 43-year-old single mom of two sweet boys, and um, I'm a healer. I'm an advocate. I'm a coach. um, I really am just a heart-centered leader, and I just want to help people break toxic cycles. But I'm just here on this journey with everybody else um, trying to figure out life. (laughs)
0: absolutely amazing now tell us more about what inspired you to become a faith-based domestic violence advocate
1: yes um, well you know I I think that what we go through in life sometimes create that pain creates our purpose and um, I left a marriage in 2019 um, where there was covert abuse. And so not in the sense that you'd typically hear with like physical abuse with domestic violence, but more coercive control and covert abuse. And um, and as I was navigating that, we did a lot of Christian counseling and met with a lot of different therapists and the covert abuse was going under, under the radar unnoticed. And um, even in counseling after my separation, um, one of the pastors was I would explain the abuse because I became educated and understood what the abuse looked like, that covert abuse. And even in that sense, he was convincing me to try to stay in my marriage. And, um, and so I told him, I said, if there was a lady here that had a black eye or had something that was happening, would you encourage her to stay in that marriage? And he's like, absolutely not. Um, So at that point, I realized that education was really lacking in a lot of the faith based um, circles. And so really what my mission is, is to help people become more educated of what covert abuse looks like and help encourage people in in whatever capacity that looks like. So whether it's in the pastoral sense, um, education for small groups or women one on one, I just think education is so important.
0: Yes, ma'am. Education is key. Now tell us more about your book, I Am, How to Release the Shame of Narcissistic Abuse and Transform Financial Poverty to Wealth Beyond Numbers. That is releasing on April 21st in just a few days.
1: Yes, I'm super excited about that. Um, Back in September, I was approached by another advocate. And um, so there's 14 authors that are a part of this collaboration project. It's an international collaboration. And so it's 14 different thrivers. We've all been through some type of abuse and how we've overcome it by using different healing modalities. And what we also understand is that there is a financial burden when you're trying to do your healing journey. Oftentimes people come to that block of, well, I can't afford the therapy or I can't afford this or that. And so what this book really does is helps them create or find a path to healing um, where financial is not the block. And so we have different modalities that people share different tips, but also share their story. Um, So many people will relate to their stories. And and I am super excited to be a part of this collection. Um, They're just beautiful women that are on this same journey.
0: I love it. Now let's talk a little bit more about the pattern of financial abuse and domestic violence relationships, because there is an ongoing pattern, but it's not being spoke about in our society enough. So let's talk about it. What are some of the patterns that you're seeing with that?
1: Yes. Um, um, you know, for me, in my experience, because I, I feel like I can just share on my own experience, strength, and hope, my my situation was different than a lot of people's that are in that same situation. I was actually the breadwinner, and um, and then money kept getting spent, and then there was control over the money that um, if I went to go get gas, I had to tell him where I was. You know, every single penny I had to share where it was going, and I was the one that was making the money. And so there was just a lot of control around that. But there are many women wh- that are stay-at-home moms, and their husbands won't let them get a job, or um, they hide the finances. Um, they'll they'll put it somewhere else, and they'll say, "Oh, we're broke." Or they'll um, financial abuse can show up where somebody might have a porn addiction and they're hiding it, or um, a gambling addiction. All those things show up as financial abuse, um, but not a lot of people look at it that way. It's a lot of hiding, a lot of coercive control, and, um, and it can leave somebody feeling paralyzed, that they can't even get out of the abusive situation, and oftentimes people have to start off, um, they'd rather stay in a situation of comfort then leave and have to start over. And so really trying to encourage women or men, you know, anybody can be in this situation and encouraging them how to navigate um, the next steps in their life and how they can get out of that situation.
0: Wonderful. And as I mentioned before, the financial aspect is not spoken about in our society enough. Too often we hear that domestic violence is only physical, but it's also emotional and financial. And as you're aware, we had the global virtual panel of domestic violence survivors. And it's so important to educate others about this. And the fact that it does not just happen to women, it also happens to men.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it has no boundaries as far as its gender. And the same thing with domestic violence. You know, we don't talk a lot about men. We talk more about women, but it absolutely can happen on either side of it.
0: Yes, very important. Now, tell us more about your podcast, Solo Date Challenge Podcast.
1: Yes. So that actually, I have a big week (laughs) this past week. I just launched my podcast on Saturday. And um, honestly, I had created the Solo Date Challenge community um, on Facebook. Um, We have 770 some odd women that are across the globe that have been intentionally and unapologetically dating themselves uh, for over the past year and a half to two years. And I started that in my own healing journey after my marriage was um, was dissolving. I had to figure out how to overcome my codependency, how to not get back in that toxic relationship. And so I started to intentionally date myself. I started to share the journey and others started, started to follow. I created a community and the Solo Date Challenge podcast is a spinoff of that. It's sharing the stories of many of the women that really have come from a similar background of trauma and abuse, not all, because it's for all women. Um, There are people that are married, single, it doesn't matter what your status is, it's for all women. Um, It's helping them learn to love themselves through intentional and unapologetic solo dating. The podcast shares the stories, but I'm also sharing self-care tips, self-help tips, self-love tips, and solo dating tips. So it's kind of a variety, um, but many of the women that are drawn to the group have experienced some type of trauma in their life, and they're trying to heal from it and learn to love themselves. And so we welcome all.
0: I love it. Now, you love helping others heal. My big question to you is why?
1: Why? Um, because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to, and I'm an empath. It's it, you know when I can feel somebody, and there is something that I've learned. I think it's important, like we talked about, knowledge. Um, that if I have this knowledge, I can't keep what I'm not willing to give away. And so for me, it's just a part of my heart that I don't want anybody have to go through what I went through. And if I can share a piece of it, especially for the younger adults, if they don't, ha- if they can hear my story, and know what this looks like they might be able to get out of it sooner. And and that's really my heart is just I don't want anybody have to go through what I went through. And if they did, I want you to know you're not alone and we can get through it together.
0: That is absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about a time in your life where you experience an aha moment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wrote this uh, in my chapter on in the book. Um, Shannon Thomas writes a really great book about healing from hidden abuse. And I had been seeking, um, you know, I knew something was wrong. I couldn't quite pinpoint when it's covert abuse, emotional abuse. You don't really know what's going on. There was a lot of confusion. And um, I came across listening to a podcast she was on and she had written that book. And so I downloaded the book right away and started reading it. And it was as if it was my awakening too, because it was that knowledge. It was that understanding what I was going through. And at that point, everything shifted in my life i just realized how many relationships it doesn't happen just in marriages these toxic people and at that point it was as if i woke up in the middle of the woods somebody put the lights on and i was surrounded by angry hungry wolves and all these people were toxic and i was surrounded and i didn't know it until that moment and so i highly recommend that book
0: I love it. Now, Holly, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness?
1: You know, for me, I can only speak from my own experience that sometimes the things we go through in life um, are really part of our journey so we can help others. I mean, I think we're put on this world, on this earth to help others. And so whatever pain you've gone through, um, you know, look at yourself from five years ago, and go out and help somebody that might be in that same spot, you know, um, the fulfillment that you get from helping somebody else. um, There's no price tag for that. I mean, not to a place of codependency. Don't, don't overdo it if your cup is empty, but if you can do it from a, from a place of abundance, from a place of true love and compassion, um, there's no monetary value that you can put on that. Um, That's what, that's what feeds our spirit. That's what feeds my soul.
0: I love it. And now you are a faith-based domestic violence survivor and advocate. So talk to us a little bit more about your relationship with God. How important is it to you?
1: Um, well, <laughs> especially during this, this period of time, I think that over my healing journey over the past two years, my relationship with my higher power has grown exponentially. Um, the clarity that I've gotten by tapping into um to that source to, um, and what I love, I'm in another program called 12 step spiritual recovery. And and we really encourage people to figure out what their faith base looks like, what, what their higher power is, who, who they can tap into, because when we do it on our own, um, oftentimes that's where we get in those pain points. And, um, and when we have something to lean into that provides clarity for us, that, that, um, provides us that unconditional love, that, um, that we know that we're not alone in it, there's, there's a different energy in our healing. And, um, for me, I'm just grateful that I have that connection and, and that happens in nature that happens in reading. Um, my, my higher power speaks through other people. So your Gigi shares and, and God's speaking through her, you know, I think that all, all those elements combine are, are what helped me on my healing journey and connect me to my source.
0: I love it. And what inspired you to become a life transformation coach?
1: Again, I was seeking, it was all about seeking that there's something wrong and I don't know what it is. And I'm a seeker of knowledge, I'm a lifetime learner. And as I was learning, I realized that that is something that I needed to get certified in so I could help others because there is an element of um, who is this person if they don't have certifications. And so I thought that was important for me to do that because I feel like this is my calling and my purpose and I don't want anything to hold me back from that.
0: I love it. Holly, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me Podcast. Now, where can the audience find you?
1: Um, the easiest way to find me is on solodatechallenge.com um, because you can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and join our free women's community. And uh, just check us out or look at the podcast at SoloDateChallenge Challenge Podcast.
0: <laughs> I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Holly at solodatechallenge.com. And Holly, Thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I look forward to seeing your journey too.
0: Likewise.
1: Okay, bye.